For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. By golly, we missed the program last week. Chuck Bartok here from the banks of the Sacramento River in beautiful Northern California. Here for the 467th episode of You Can Build It, Your Business. Uh, just a quick recap, if anybody joins us later that's new or listens to this tomorrow or in the future, this program was originally started many years ago. Uh, to discuss how one would start a business regardless the venue. And we spent a year or so going over the basic rudiments of business planning. Uh, it, I know that sounds so simple to everybody, but it's amazing to me how, how few people actually have a written business plan. And then if they if you do have an opportunity to consult with them later, you find out they don't have a map to follow. And the other problem is if you are in business and do take deductions and should the IRS ever call you to say hello, why did you take this deduction? If you walk in there without a business plan, a written business plan, uh, you're going to have to really battle your uh, position. Um, it, it's really funny. I mean, that people don't understand that. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an author. I write a book and it's on Amazon and I'm a businessman and, and I'm going to deduct my trip to Texas. Well, that's fine. But you took the deduction as a person in business, Schedule C. Uh, how did that trip fit into your business plan? And of course, business plans are not static. They, they are constantly evolving as years go on because we add new parameters. I know this is all boring to everybody, but if you don't have a business plan, you might want to write one up and slip it in your folder just in case that day comes up. I know there's enough problems going on the IR. The chances of the IRS contacting you in 2020 or 2020 or 2021 are pretty slim. Except for Mark, who's trying to write off a million and a half dollars of internet costs against a five thousand dollar income, right, Mark? <laughs> that was twelve thousand miles. Oh, twelve thousand miles. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you know, it just just uh, I, this wasn't part of the the show today, but I just thought I'd throw that out. Has anybody had any negative experiences? with their business and accounting and the internal revenue service. Oh, yeah. They okay. edited uh, or audited us, what, five years ago? Well, yeah, but we had, another, we had another business back then. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we right. Well, I was yeah, still was, teaching. Yeah. 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 And they, they, oh, I see. they questioned um, my teaching. Well, they basically questioned everything. And um, yes. I went back to our records, and I copied everything out, wrote justifications, explained it, and I sent them a packet that was two inches thick. And they mm -hmm. came back and said, oh, you're fine. 
<laughs> and that was yeah. about three months after uh, we got the letter. Yeah. Uh, we also have TurboTax yeah. uh, audit insurance, mm -hmm. and we never had to deal with the IRS. We dealt Very with good. the audit. audit insurance people told us what to do, and we did it yeah. with a vengeance. Great, great idea. See, those are things, though, it's very nice. You know, we have this TurboTax and HR Block and all of these systems now. Uh, the other thing we have is wonderful ways of accumulating data. For instance, mileage. Somebody, I understand there's apps now that actually record the mileage of your car. And uh, the, again, going back, this is not a major concern, and the chances of most of us being audited today are probably slim. But um, it's a good idea to have your ducks in order, and I still fall back to the business plan. Now, maybe IRS has changed, but in the day, that was one of the first questions an agent would ask you. I was kind of privy to this because my neighbor who farmed oranges, and I bought most of his oranges and resold them, uh, was an IRS agent, very high up in the level. Yeah, he's now retired, well, now deceased, but uh, we used to share these stories, and uh, that was one of the first questions he and his team would have for the people. Remember the Arabian horse thing? And just so many people tried to be in business who really weren't. And authors actually are in business if you're writing and uh, publishing books and trying to take expenses. So enough of the deductions. Just a good idea. Thank you, uh, Lou and Karen for reminding us about the services that so many of the uh, digital programs have for us today. Keeping yeah, we have uh, also uh, registered as an LLC, Lou and Karen McIntyre mm -hmm. authors uh, with the state of Maryland, uh, which costs us uh, about $300 a year for an annual filing mm -hmm. fee. Uh, right. But uh, that you know, which is tax deductible from the federal, but it it kind of sure. gives a and a bit more legitimacy to what we do. And of course, in that we keep have to keep very close tabs on the personal sales of our books because we have to pay sales tax on them. That's that's correct. Now, here's an interesting question: uh, You and Karen have this LLC. And are your Amazon checks paid to the LLC? Uh, they, we have a business account. I have a business account for it. And yes, my all of my uh, receipts, both from Amazon and from book sales, go to that business account. Okay. Yeah, very good. Uh, that's, and that's then, was, uh, uh, and then monthly, I write a, a do a transfer from that account to my visa to cover the cost of my advertising and so forth. Very good, excellent. And well, so, you know, it's always good to hear from. Yeah, people that and in, have, a, in, a, have, in a funny their... sort of way, my Schedule C has wound up being sort of my business plan because that documents what I spend on advertising, what I spend on. Right. <laughs> right. And are you filing quarterly or do you just wait to the end of the year? You file taxes quarterly. Uh, no, I file taxes annually. Okay. Okay. And that's another little, this is another, and I'm not an accountant. I want to, I'm not practicing accountancy law here. Another uh, 
tip that I learned many years ago is if you are self-employed, it's a good idea to look at yourself quarterly. Look at yourself. If you feel your business is moving in a very positive direction and the numbers start to climb, it may behoove you to file quarterly, file an estimated tax quarterly. You're not required to, but it's a good idea for this reason. Uh, it's out of mind. I mean, you, you don't have the money in your pocket anymore. And number two, uh, the only requirement the IRS has is that by December 31st, you better have 90% of your actual tax due on deposit. And it's kind of hard to write that check on December 31st. Thirty first. Yeah, yeah if, we, if we do pay we do pay estimated taxes on that. But oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, but we don't do an individual filing or right. an analysis. Well, that's that's but that's have, kind of I the direction. Yeah. What I, now I will say this: that my uh, expenses for the last two years that we did this. Um, mm -hmm well, 17, 18, and 19, uh, three years, have uh, way outpaced my income. Right. right. Uh, but... Maybe not this year. We'll see. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I... No. Not unless we understate what we spend. Mm. Well, you know, that's an interesting comment, and, and I hope everybody realizes that there's no law that says that a business has to make money. Uh, people say, well, you know, you have to have a, some accountants say you have to have a profit. And that, that's BS, okay? The, the most important criteria of a business is are you actively applying energy and activity to that stated goal of the business as written in a plan or whatever? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, let's face it. Amazon claims no profit, right? Well, BS. Come on. The yeah, but the point is, you're not required to make you're not required to make a profit. And there are many, many businesses, many large businesses that haven't turned a profit for the first ten years. But yeah. you better be sure that, that those expenses listed are legitimately attributed to the business and the paperwork of course, is critical uh, so that you can back yourself up. And, and like, again, I'm going to say that uh, we have such a wonderful uh, toolbox today that we didn't have 20, 30 years ago, which is, brings up something. I don't know if Mark remembers it. I still have an affiliate position with an excellent small business tax attorney who wrote a little software program that you put on your desktop and once a week, what I do is enter my expenses and in all the classifications. It's just a piece of software, very simple. It's probably like TurboTax or anything else. But he updates it every year to take into account deductions available to small businesses typically operating as, as a sole proprietor or a small LLC. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, I, that do. software is 40 Go ahead. No, go ahead. I interrupted you. Oh, well, I was, I was just saying what's nice is you, you just pop in your miles, you know, and, and all. I mean, it, it, like I said, it's, it's not earth science. 
it was done several years ago, although he updates it. And I'm sure there's much more sophisticated software on the market. But his is designed for us little people, us little guys like me. And uh, we've always had a good relationship. Did you ever get a hold of that, the MLM uh, tax guide, Mark? No, I never when? did. I remember okay. you talking okay. about it, but... Yeah. You know, I use bill pay for most of my bills, and okay. Okay. that has the categorization. The only thing I have to remember right. is tracking my mileage, and if I keep yep. the receipts whenever I take it in for an oil change, mm -hmm. that's got the mileage on it. So, yep. you know, that covers me, and Very good. everything else is through bill pay, so I can itemize it real quick. Very good. You know what I just yeah, realized? I gonna, Julie's up in What I use on mine to, to document this stuff is uh, Quicken. Yeah, Quicken, yes. And uh, I balance my checkbook. Karen and I both balance our checkbook and our visa bills uh, once a month and enter in uh, all of the expenses, the advertising costs. They're all subcategorized. Uh, so my Facebook advertising goes in there, uh, uh, book sales, uh, registration fees, all that is tagged so that at the end of the year, I generate a report from Quicken that lists all of my tax deductible categories from all sources, Visa, her, car, her uh, checking account, my checking account, her Visa, uh, all in one block and then sums it up. So that is Very all good. for going in and entering the individual items. I don't, I don't have an accountant. I, I've never used anybody but ourselves to do our income tax. Well, you know, in, in many cases, in many cases, that probably is an excellent idea. Uh, I have used in the past because our, we had some fairly large businesses involved. And we did have a friendly local tax accountant who was aware. This is an interesting thing on a, regarding accountants. If you are a farmer, and of course our area is agriculture, you probably don't want to use a Los Angeles city account. Uh, yeah. So, so what I'm saying is you choose your accountant based on their experience in the business venue that you're involved. And uh, there are accountants who know the restaurant business inside out, who know agriculture inside out, specifics of agriculture. And uh, I always suggest that. Uh, I have had some people that I've worked with, uh, consulting clients who, you know, had their accountant tell them, you can't do this. And here I am, a country bumpkin. I walked, I gave the client the IRS code with the statement that allowed that which I suggested. And of course, the, they took that into their accountant and he had a little bit of egg on his face. So I'm not damning accountancy, they're very important. It's a wonderful field and it can be very helpful. Julie and Diane, I just realized out of our group here today, you two lovely ladies have the privilege of doing business in Canada. 
And how easy is it, or is it similar to our situation here in the United States uh, regarding your Canadian tax code and laws and how they treat authors and small business people? I didn't have any problem. I used to have, I, I, I knew somebody that was an accountant. I'd known him for, I'd known him for many, 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 many years, and I used to get him to, to do uh, my year-end stuff. And uh, uh-huh. I, I, never, I never made a profit through all the stuff I was doing back then. And I <laughs> never had a problem with the government at all. We're sorry to hear Right. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's I, good. I, it just, How about I, Julie? How's, how's your experience, love? Well, I've, I, um, I don't really use accounting software. I use spreadsheets all over the place. And I've tried accounting software. Um, and I, I did have an accountant for last year just to make sure I was on the right, on the right path. Um, so I did, I did good. learn from them. I think they used uh, QuickBooks or something. So I learned from them. Uh, I was missing some of capturing some of my input tax credits for claiming um, mm-hmm. HST harmonized sales sales tax. When I collected, I was missing uh-huh. some of some of my input tax credits. So I was paying more than I needed to so but I can go back a few years and, and catch up on that which is good and then I also had a um, anyway so I saw what they were doing so I spent a couple of days doing my own spreadsheets so now whenever I get a bill I plug it in there I, I plug the amounts in and it will then capture the input tax credits so because I do that quarterly I, I file my my sales tax a quarterly and then once a year because I'm I'm just a sole proprietorship, so I'm not um, I'm not a corporate. Right. So it's just my personal taxes. But um, and then CRA, Canadian Revenue Agency, um, actually has a a program called uh, Small Business Liaison. So oh great! It, it might have been January, December. I'm not sure. I know it was before the pandemic, and and it's all one big blur now. So I don't know. But uh, they came to my to my my office, my, my home office, and sat with me for about an hour and uh, and took a look at what I was doing and just gave me some advice. And so it was really, really good. It's one, these are former auditors who just before they retire, I guess, that they offer this service to be watched and go oh, out and see. help people. Yeah. Very, so good. Very good. Very good to know that I'm on the right track. <laughs> It's always it's always good to know you're yeah, you're on the right track and you're not the doghouse. So. Exactly. Okay. All right. Mark, I want to drop back to you for a moment because I was just reminded that I I had a discussion today with somebody about the uh, ADA compliance. Um, I, I found something interesting. Whenever I go to my website, for some reason, uh, I guess because I don't log in or log out or something, but uh, uh, the text to speech just kind of comes on automatically. Is that because I've used it so often? This is a question regarding that software because it used to be I had to put my cursor on each paragraph, but now it just kind of wants to go on its own. What did I do something wrong? <laughs> is that in Microsoft Word? <clears throat> no, Word? it's it's the pl- no, this- code that I added to his website okay. for the ADA compliance. Um, okay. You can go in there and actually set that to remember mm-hmm. the setting. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, it could be not. from turning it on so many times and then don't. I know your habit of having the same site open in multiple windows. Oh, yeah, sure. We do that all the time. So <laughs> the last one that you close, it's going to remember that setting. Okay. So if you, so that's, if that's you have it turned it. on and that's the last window you close with your site on it, it's going to remember that. So the next time you come to it, it's going to have it turned on. Okay, now let's use Lou and Karen as an example. Uh, I, I, my website is ADA compliance, both for vision and si uh, that site in, in several different areas and also for those who need to be read. Uh, so I have the little insignia that lets people know that I'm ADA compliant. Now, if Lou and Karen went there and, and they did have a, let's say, a, they needed to have go text to speech, would they know how to do all this because of some other software they have? Or in other words, right now, when I went to my wheelchair and went to my post, I had to put my cursor on, on where I start, you know, the, 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 the post right. starts. And then the system starts reading it automatically. Would, would, would Lou know that? Or, or do, do we have to put out instructions sure. for them? <clears throat> Depending on the software, many of them will, you know, read that the site is enabled. Oh, okay. And, okay. You know, one of the options will, you know, if they have their browser synced to the software to mm -hmm. automatically start reading when they open okay. it, the plugin or the code will realize that and turn it on okay so that's really it in other words we're i'm providing this for people who may visit my website and have challenges and so they're already set up for this and my website is corresponding with them because they're using the computer differently than we are correct i mean right you know I, I right mean, okay all right that's what i always right. needed to know I appreciate it. It can understand the browser settings when they when people come to the site. Okay, because we can they can change the color of the font, they can change the size of the font automatically. Uh, the type of the font. The type of the font. They can have uh, have the pros read to them, and uh, so I mean I'm kind of I've actually I really appreciated getting emails from new of tra you know new traffic on the website actually thanking me for providing that i mean that's you know it kind of made me feel good and it made me feel that this option was a worthwhile option for a website even though it is mandated well no it isn't i'm not big enough. yes it is it's a law it oh, is that's a, right. law. It's a law but, but i thought that the there had to not be a certain enforced. size of the business not an enforced law. Okay, so here right. we go. The law is in place, as many laws in the United States are, but nobody enforces it unless you, the reader, are ticked off at me and want to sue me, and they have the right to immediately sue me for not for conducting business on on the internet and not being ADA compliant. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. But the person that sues has to prove that 
they are disabled. So. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. They, I mean, and there's people that do somebody that for with, a living, you know. <laughs> yeah, somebody with 2020 vision can't come on your site and try to sue you yeah. for, you know, making not making it visible. Right. Well, you know, in the restaurant business, uh, I know this personally. Uh, there are people traveling up and down the interstate in the state of California who go to little out-of-the-way restaurants and peruse and see if there's any ADA out of compliance. They have their little friendly attorney who happens to be in their left pocket file suit. And of course, uh, the, the insurance company instantly pays, then the insurance company's mad at you. And then you have to go to the expense to fix and bring that physical property up to code as quickly as possible. And the gentleman that was traveling up and down in our area was doing about five to 10,000 a week in his pocket from these lawsuits, yep. which is a pretty nice business all by itself. So uh, again, I don't think anybody here on this call should be panicked about the law. And I'm sure Diane and Julie up in Canada don't have to worry about it, do they? No, it's American Disabilities Act. Well, we've got our own here that's a, a um, AODA, um, oh. it's an Ontario one. Um, yeah. I have to, I have to look into it's that. Actually I think. For state, it, it's for the state, it's not the state, it's not the Canadian national? There might be one uh, Canada-wide as well, but I just, I, I just know um, I've had to make sure that it's AODA compliant for some of the municipal maps I've done for there's an interesting mark you you know that julie is in the map making business how do uh -huh. we turn a map in, how do we turn a map into text to speech <laughs> um, <laughs> well actually oh you God. can do that with google map directions and then have it read the directions uh -huh. okay well, that's with directions. What if it's just a pretty map? Uh, yeah, pretty maps. A map of <laughs> then it's just an image, and all you can do yeah. is add the metadata. Meta is, you know, telling yeah. people meta tags that. the alt tags. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Over, over to the right. Yes. Okay. I was I was trying to be facetious. <laughs> I mean, we 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 can't solve all of the problems. Uh, for all people. We know that. That's kind of next to impossible. But I want to thank you very much, Mark, for directing me to that uh, plug-in or the work that you did. I know Nancy's having... Uh, Diane, did you did you put that on your site? Yep. I can't remember. JC. Oh, Jerry's here. Hello, Jerry. I was asking Diane. I didn't hear her answer. Did, did you yeah, upgrade to... Okay, so Diane, so so someone can actually come in and read your poetry, or, or listen to your poetry, uh -huh. listen to your inspirational work, and uh -huh. I mean, I just I I kind of like this. I I think it shows, uh, I don't know what the word is. It it shows that you want to be a member of the community anyway. Jerry Callison, haven't seen or talked to you in a uh -huh. long time. How are you, sir? Happy I birthday, JL. Uh, oh, that was surgically that was surgically removed. <laughs> when was your uh, birthday, you. Jerry? Today. Oh, it is. Oh my God! Yeah. I don't know how I missed that. Well, you didn't miss much. Okay. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad I, to the point here. I don't enjoy them. I endure them. So, uh, but yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, still Good. struggling with the clusters. I had to miss you all last week. Sorry about that. You didn't miss a thing, Jerry, because I wasn't here. <laughs> oh, you weren't here last week. Or maybe it's a week well, before. I don't know. I missed yeah. the last missed the last call in anyway. Right. Sure. Surely had a doctor's appointment at three, and and ah. that's the interesting thing in these days, as I think everybody understands. Um, when you want to see the doctor, and when they say there's an opening, you have an appointment on this day, uh, you better take it because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not the old thing. Well, I play poker on that day, and I can't make it. <laughs> you might just be out of luck. So, in fact, it was interesting that we had. Uh, her appointment was at 4.30, and our family physician, uh, we spent about an hour in there, and, uh, you know, it was late in the afternoon, and I asked him how how this has impacted the practice of the clinic, and, uh, you know, you have, there's only one person allowed, and all the rules right. and regulations, and he said, actually, it's his opinion that he's, he's able to practice better medicine, because it's not as... Uh, What's the word I want? Uh, that is hectic. Mm -hmm. There's not all these people running around. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like let's sit down and chat about this. So anyway, that was an interesting situation. Uh, They're not running MRI. the treadmills anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So anyway, Jerry, happy birthday to you, sir. And uh, well, I'm glad you. to hear that you're feeling better, also. Yeah, I hope it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you uh, uh, caught it on Facebook, Nancy, uh, her mother was taken to the hospital this morning. No, I didn't so, see that. I've hardly been on Facebook today. Yeah. So well, okay. I don't think Nancy's put it on there, so maybe I ought to shout oh. out, guys. But I think okay. she, you know, but you know, Nancy's mother's mid ninety ish, and uh, she was right. perfectly fine last night. Bingo this morning. So we're sending an awful lot of prayers to Texas. Absolutely. Uh, Mrs. Blakely is a one hell of a lady. <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, you can't go in. Nancy can't go visit her mother, you know. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, and uh, it's interesting, Tanya, Tanya Heathcote has been joining us lately. Uh, she was having some great control on her seizures. And the last couple of days have been tough for her, so I see she's not here with us. Anyway, let's talk about good things, happy things. How are book sales? Uh, has anybody else experienced a slight downturn in the month of June? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Oh, okay. I, Interesting. I gave one away in June. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the extent of your whole production. Huh? That's been it. Wow. Wow. And so like your online sales and your Amazon, et cetera, just hasn't clicked then this month. I, I, because you're not the only person that's saying that, you know, uh, a lot of people have seen a downturn. I know our friend uh, Beth, uh, well, Harriet Hunter is her pen name. She was really rocking and rolling with her recovery, Miracles of Recovery book, and it just stopped dead. I mean, like, Somebody put the reins on it in June. Disposable income has pretty much dried up because of the pandemic. Okay. People are, you know, concerned about 
okay, I, I can't go to work. I don't know if I'm going to be laid off or not, or they already are laid off. And now they're getting unemployment, but they don't know how long that's going to last. <clears throat> you, know, um, you know, I got laid off. Did you really? And, yep. And well, took I... me a week a week to get another job, but oh, so you, you know, didn't they... stay laid off. You went out and immediately got yourself rehired, right? But well, you're in demand anyway. So. Yeah, I got hired by another firm, but you know, it's it was crazy. They paid me for doing nothing, sitting at home for six weeks, and then. Okay, we're opening the office up. I go in. We're laying you off and these other three people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now, Mark, were, were you eligible for that added uh, United States federal increase on unemployment of six hundred a week? I would have been, but oh. you know, I, I wasn't laid off long enough, and even oh. with that, it would have been a cut in pay. So. Well, you know, I just have to share good things. I, I like to share good things. Uh, we have a very lower to middle, lower middle income county where I live. I think the average household income is just right at 40000 which is low, I guess, compared to other places. And one of our biggest employers, of course, is the Tribal Casino, which was closed. It is now reopened. And they brought everyone back. And what amazed me is my friends who work there are actually going back to work and getting a cut in pay because they were taking home more uh, while they were getting the unemployment. If you're making... 800 a week, yeah. unemployment will pay 60%, okay. so that's 550, and then so you get the 600 on top of that, oh, okay, 480, yeah. and then unemployment pays 600 on top of that, so now you're making almost 1100 for a job that you were getting paid 800 a week for. Now, Why would you go back? <laughs> No, but th these people did, and that's what I was praising. You know, they 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 wanted the, yeah. they were bored at home. They wanted to get back and you well, know, get back and see people well, and, and enjoy life. That's part of it. The other part is, if they denied, turn that job down, they'd lose their unemployment too. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Well, see, I don't know those things. And, and by the way, how many of the authors on this call got their unemployment? <laughs> I've just been crying. In Illinois, people who uh, were laid off have been unable to get unemployment. Oh, we, in Illinois? At, the state's been putting money in places other than uh, unemployment. So, And the state's been broke me. for years. We got junk oh, bond status and, uh, um, you know, trying to... You know, I, I, I've got several friends that have been unemployed since the beginning, haven't got the first check. Wow. Oh, that's tragic. That's terrible. 
That's terrible. Mr. Pritzker, well, he wasn't just him. He, it was his predecessors also. But, uh, Mr. Pritzker yeah. should write a check himself. He has enough money to pay everybody in town. He's too busy taking toilets out of his mansion so that he didn't have to pay property taxes. <laughs> Obviously, you're not a friend, friend of Mr. Pritzker. <laughs> I well, don't think too many some, people somebody I know that are takes either. Uh, Somebody that takes 13 toilets out of a 30-room uh, mansion so that he only has one toilet in there and he pays property taxes on a one-bathroom house. Um, yeah, no, I don't have much Based on how, how many toilets you have. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I think you're very wise in your... <laughs> so, okay, is anybody on the call today, uh, are, are they... Are, are any new projects looming? And uh, yes, you know, anybody want to share? Go ahead, Mark. I I posted in the chat a link for a new script. Okay, okay. Call widget dot two get sales dot com. Yeah. Uh, okay. That puts a little icon on your site. And when you click on it, it opens a, or when you try to leave the site, it opens a little pop-up that prompts you to fill in your phone number. And during business hours, it will call me and allow me to call you right back okay, by just pressing one. That would yeah. be good for I could a lot of businesses that could be good. Yes. If you are outside of business hours, it actually allows you to schedule a call. And a minute before that time slot, it calls me and says, You have a call scheduled for ten forty. Press one to connect. Very good. And it works for both phone and text. Okay. Okay. So you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a telephone. It can be a text conversation, right? Yep. If you don't want to talk to people you, and the visitor, the website visitor is the one that determines if it's text okay. or phone. All right. So, but uh, starting tomorrow night, at 7 p.m., I'll be doing a live event on Facebook every Wednesday for the next three weeks. And it's a whopping $2 a ticket. And that's just to keep the, you know, people that are interested there. Yeah. Is that $2 per session or $2 for the series? Well, all sessions are going to be the same, pretty much. Oh. I'm going to go through the. What it is is, you know, um, we'll be going over customer retention, support, and service post COVID nineteen. Oh, okay, That's you know, interesting topic. Businesses have had to change their way of thinking on. How do you approach customers? How do you approach clients? 
you know, most of them are not even coming into your stores if they can. You know, if you have an online venue, they will go there first. Mm -hmm. Even restaurants, they'll check your website. Can I order and pick up at the curb? On what this plugin does is it allows the customer and the business to reconnect. Reconnect, very good. To actually get that personal interaction and engagement back. So and right now, if anybody tomorrow the next day is interested in learning, or learning, seeing a demonstration. They would go to call C A L L widget W I D G E T dot to the number two get sales.com. And I see that there's a demonstration uh, picture there about the product. And you're going to discuss it. How would they reach the Facebook uh, live, Mark? Go to facebook.com slash offliners academy. And okay. it's listed in the events there. Is that all one word? Offliners Academy? Yes. Capital O, capital A. Oh, okay. Offline is one word. I mean, they're all what? It's all together, right? Right. Offline. Okay. Very good. Very good. You know, I've always been kind of, <laughs> see here, Mark tells us all these great things. I'm such a Luddite. Uh, I'm slow to go into this. But um, I am seeing personally in our businesses, uh, the uh, Berry Patch Restaurant's going to reopen on the 20th. It was scheduled to reopen today, but it, we had to put it up to the 24th. But I see this as being an excellent tool because there's, uh, I, I just really think, uh, uh, I think, uh, some of these tools are going to help some businesses. How they would help authors, I don't know. But here we go. We found out on Jim's site that a lot of our readers, and there was 4,000 of them there yesterday, uh, they love to comment, as we know. And a lot of them enjoyed getting together personally with the author, uh, sharing their stories and so on and so forth. So it's uh, maybe a good idea. So, oh, Mark just put in facebook.com offliners academy and the event will be published there. Jerry Callison asked that question in our chat room. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, so I, I guess I'm going to need to look more deeply into some of these, uh, what do you call them? Tools. <laughs> Tools. Well, the way it's set up, there, right now, there's three levels of service. Uh, there's a 200 call per month, a 500 call per month, and a thousand call per month. Good. So, 200 calls or 2,500 texts. 500 calls or 5,000 texts, because a wow. lot of times your your text messages will, you know, you might have 20 text messages back and forth for a single conversation. Um, the software also includes a dashboard with all your analytics. It allows recording of the calls. Um, you know, if, if you go to callwidget.togetsales.com, that has 
everything that is included in there, all the features, all the benefits. Um, you know, anyone in sales would could definitely make use of this. We also, yeah, we also have the ability to um, cycle calls, and the number that we'll be calling them back. You can set that to whatever area code you want, a local area code, or you know, I can call from here in Indiana, or I can call from California. Okay, you know, so I that's just, that's like I get calls from. Yeah, they use my area code. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so on the website, I would, you know, since the website's for Indiana, I would use the 317 area code. Mm -hmm. But if I was targeting a realtor or putting a, on a realtor site in Phoenix, I could use the 702 or whatever the Phoenix area code is. So that when and it's also um, phone number is verified so that these bot blockers that are on so many smartphones that says possible right. scam. Well, these numbers are verified to show caller ID from your business. So okay. when okay. I call well, using that number. Yeah, it, it shows your business. And that takes a call from me while you're on the phone. I go in, I click the button to verify your business. You get a verification code either by voice or text. I put that in, or you can do it yourself if you feel like it, you know, and that verifies your that that assigned number is coming from your business. Very good, very good. So, it, call our ID shows your business name when they when you call back. Well, this definitely is something to consider for not everybody, but I know several people right now that are going to hear about it very shortly, uh, especially my retail friends, restaurant, food service, uh, uh, you know, even the bowling alley that's opening up tomorrow. Uh, uh, this, you know, the town want, needs to have better communication. So I'm going to definitely share this. It's a great idea, Mark. I appreciate you doing this. I just uh, posted, by the way, in the chat section, I'll read it real quick. Just in from Nancy, mom is heading home. It was an IBS event. They gave her medication and antibiotics thank you all for your prayers and thanking god for his blessings on my mom it was kind of scary for nancy guys because we know that uh -huh. mrs mrs uh, uh, blakely is, is i mean you know we do get old but she's pushing the button there and, and uh but she's in hell of great shape she's a wonderfully active woman so so glad to hear that from nancy um, yeah. Anybody have any uh, other announcements? Uh, we're going to wrap it up here pretty quick. Something new, yeah, Julie? I got, I got new? one here that I'm going to okay. be exploring. Uh, basically, Amazon ads through KDP. Um, I saw an interesting uh, webinar on that from Mike 
Dawson, and I bought the book, which is Amazon Ads for Authors by a guy named Potter, and I just started reading it. It is very thorough. It is uh, takes you step by step through how to create a successful ad, and you can do that through KDP. Yes, very good, very good. Have you used the uh, Amazon marketing system in the past? Uh, I have one on there, and I am embarrassed to say I set this ad up right after I published my book, uh, and it basically I got billed about ten or fifteen dollars a month for it. And then when my sales shot up in uh, April, I all of a sudden got billed for about ninety-eight. And I don't even <laughs> know how to get back to this ad to find out what I'm advertising and what I should keep and what I should throw away. I'm actually going to have to have Amazon uh, help me find it. <laughs> we just lost Chuck. Oh, there he is. I think he fell out of his chair when he found out I didn't know where the guy <laughs> I cut myself off. I cut myself off. Yeah. Uh, Lou, I, what I was trying to do is Amazon marketing changed. Uh, you can get back to your ads. Uh, I typed in Amazon marketing and it'll take you down a road and uh, show you all your old ads and everything. So. Yeah. Anyway, I, that book sounds interesting. The book is by a gentleman named Potter. I'm familiar yeah. with Mike Dawson. I get his emails. Uh, yeah, we've had we we're very happy with our Amazon. Uh, I haven't done many lately. I wonder why we're not selling books. Could be, huh? Um, but uh, I we had a wonderful rate of return on our Amazon marketing, uh, you know, campaigns. And uh, but I haven't been there for a couple of months. What's wrong with me? I guess it's just plain stupid. I don't know. Yeah. We had uh, I'll tell you what it is. We spent nine hundred and sixty bucks. OK, for ads and our gross profit. On the book sales from those ads. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I got to do this number three oh two two time for. <laughs> Our gross sales were $2,115 on a $960 expense, which is a little, better than two, little better than two for one. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, then here you go. I spent $105 on one ad and uh, made 56. So what I did learn was I constantly tweaked them, changing the, even the so much as the book, the book, description just gently with a word or two you know yeah and, yeah, and then was, the number of big on uh, on doing that and see what works right right and then then adjust yeah and so i'm looking forward i think this week of uh trying my first one good very good well we'll look forward to hearing what happened next week huh yeah mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Jerry, what's new and exciting with you besides being getting well? Well, um, after being stuck and unable to write for several months, I've, uh, yes. I, I uh, was playing an online Mahjong game. And when you win it, you get a, 
you get a, uh, a fortune cookie. Okay. And it gave me a, a, a fortune on there um, to never give up on the one you don't go a day without thinking about. And that just prompted me to start a story. So I'm, I'm about 4,000 words in on, on what will probably be about a 5,000 word short story. And, and I finally got some stuff flowing again. So I'm, I'm feeling good. Good. Hey, Jerry. You, you, I, I always, I'm a broken record. Are, are you putting tidbits or, or are you going to put the story up on your website before it's completed to create a little uh, interest? I, I don't know. It's just going to be a short story. I'll probably okay. put the whole thing up there. Okay. All right. That sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Diane, what's new and exciting with you coming up? Well, I'm going to be um, interviewed by Peter Wright. On Thursday. Oh, oh, you're going to be on next, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Thursday at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's is everybody list. from is everybody familiar with Peter Wright's Yak, Y A K hyphen K I N G interviews on YouTube? They are phenomenal. A lot of our friends, Lou and Karen, were on there. Uh, Nancy was on there. Uh, Jerry, did you get on those interviews? No, I, I haven't been on it. But we're going to get you with him. And yeah. uh, he and Kathleen Bouvet have just do a professional job. It's a great video. And it's available in so many other places. Uh, it's done on the Zoom platform. It's immediately uploaded to YouTube. Uh, Diane, when yours uh, is finished, I'm going to suggest that when it's up there on YouTube, you're going to go in and grab the embed code. And be sure to share that video directly on your website. I will do that. And it wouldn't hurt to upload, upload, uh, have them send you a file. Uh, maybe might have to go through Google Drive or something, and then upload the video also uh, on your author page. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing how those things get listened to and traffic generated. So congratulations on that. And Lou, I'm sure you and Karen have spread the word on your interview, right? Oh, yeah. Very good, very good. And Julie, what's new and exciting from you, young lady? I'm sorry, we've kind of, I hope you don't think we've missed you today. <laughs> no, no, I, I just been eavesdropping. It's pretty good. Um, I, uh, yeah, I just finished up a couple of, uh, of projects for books, um, but I've decided I, I want to also focus um, some of my efforts on products for my website as well. So. Good, uh, good. Like maps, like poster maps, or or on T-shirts, things like that. So that would just sort of be a kind of a side hustle for my for my uh, my well, you know, maps, it, so. it 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 that's something that I don't know why people. I mean, I'm probably the worst at it, but uh, believe it or not, as you develop your your tribe, your audience, and of course, new people coming in all the time. Uh, th once they get to know you, and of course, I've always stressed, you know. Letting, letting people know who you are, why you are, uh, as a person. That's why blogging is, you know, about your personal mm -hmm. life uh, or how your struggles, your daily struggles, gives you a little bit of humanity there. Uh, people love to buy things from people they know, like, and trust. And, yeah, and this idea of some of your maps on on apparel, I think, would just be a, an outstanding idea. Personally. Yeah, well, there was a, a company locally that that started something called Hey Local. So um, uh -huh. it was it was kind of uh, to help people find things locally instead of on Amazon. 
And uh, uh -huh. the day the day after I listed on there, I sold a few products. Uh, Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, that's <laughs> going to try to focus there. But I hadn't thought about embedding that video because I was uh, talked to Peter and Kathleen as well a few weeks ago. And I, I shared the link, but it never occurred to me to embed it on my website. Well, so. th there's a big there's a big advantage of embedding the video on your website. You can also mm. ask that it not. You, you want to keep people at your home. Yeah. And watching the video on your website keeps them at home. Yeah. When, when they if they put the link and pop over, remember over on the right side, unless you so alter the embed code not to show competing videos which mm. we don't have time to get into but it's pretty easy to understand when you're in your uh, youtube channel uh, it just keeps people at home and, and it's mm -hmm. a much much better thing now what i also do on every video that we put out especially on the newspaper we have youtube videos and facebook videos we put them both places but on youtube when i post a video on the newspaper website i underneath the the image, uh, there's always the words, please uh, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Mm -hmm. And the reason for this is you know that YouTube still is the second largest uh, uh, search engine. Mm -hmm. And every video you put up uh, on any videos you create, you want to make sure you have the proper keywords and hashtags there. Because it's amazing how people have trafficked based on that search on YouTube. In other words, they might see your video, you, you and, uh, oh, take their video. Did you put their video in on your channel also as your no, favorite? No, uh, oh, it, yes, I, it might be on my favorite. I, I'll have to double check, okay. but I, I just, I shared it on you, YouTube. You, you, you want to make sure that people, when they go to your YouTube channel, they have access to that video. Okay, good idea. Okay. I'll take a look at it. Yeah. yeah. At the end, we're just selling ourselves, and you know, we gotta. What is our favorite expression with Nancy is we want to get good exposure. So everybody, take off your clothes right now. <laughs> it's 107 here today. Would you like to take off your clothes and run through the, down to the river, jump in the river? So uh, we're having we're having 105 plus days for the next four or five days here. what? What it is here, it's, it was 30, and it's been for a few days, so it feels like mid-30s. I don't know what that is, Fahrenheit. 50, 30 degrees, what are you, about 80? 80? Is 30 only 80? Oh, it's the humidity. I just, I can't take it. Okay. It's 86. Is that You're all? 86. You're 86 for years. You, but see, you have humidity. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. You see, I'm yeah. I'm at I'm at thirty nine percent humidity and one hundred and seven, so it's you know it's not. It's killer. still hot though. It's still it, it burns your lungs and you breathe in. So <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I felt that. It used to be fun in the cotton fields when you in the, their the humidity was very high in the cotton fields because that's all water in there. You know? wow. Anyway, I sure appreciate everybody joining us today. We had Mark Holtgren uh, from Indiana. Mark and two good sales. Remember everybody that was uh, oh gosh, what was the Come on, we got to say it again, Chuck. Slow up here. Uh, I got to walk the dogs, and I want to go back to. Uh, uh, come on. Facebook.com. Call, call, call widget. Yeah. Yeah. Dot 
dot to get number two get sales.com and then uh, the events and there we go thank you thank you and all right and we had julie whitmer from up in canada and our beautiful diane stevenson from canada uh, lou and karen mcintyre the dynamic duo from maryland and we're so glad to have jerry callison back with us today uh, and Jerry, I hope you just stay sailing straight, and uh, you know we got to keep you, keep you, uh, keep you on the straight course, and and, and not suffering. Okay, <laughs> let's do that. That, that would be nice. Thank yeah, you. let's do that. This is Chuck Bartok saying thank you very much for joining us for the 467th episode of You Can Build It Your Business, a Monday afternoon journey. Uh, Primarily, over the last couple of years, has our callers have been authors. But anybody listening to this later, if you have any business venue, come on in and join us and share your ideas on how you've solved some of the problems of making your business the success uh, that you intended it to be. Again, thank you very much. You all stay safe, and uh, let's all stay healthy. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank Good you, night. Jack. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.